It's the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coach's Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, the law offices of John Day, and Prentice Also Heating and Air. Back here to talk Smyrna football this morning. Matt Williams, the head coach of the Smyrna Bulldogs, uh, joins us. And uh, it rarely works out this way that we have back-to-back interviews about the same game. But uh, that's the case this morning as Smyrna traveled to Riverdale last night. Uh, 40-20 the final with Riverdale picking up the victory. But, Coach, uh, I tell you, if, if you want a, a good, hard-nosed football game, you got one last night, didn't you? Yeah, you did for, I think, about three quarters. Uh, I thought, you know, we played really well the first half, I thought. And, um, you know, I, a lot of good things that I saw from the game, but also a lot of things we've got to try to get fixed. And, uh, you know, I've talked a little bit about our depth issues, and last night that showed up. And one of my biggest fears going to that game was I, I worried about them being able to run the football. And so I knew they had really good tight ends that were really physical on the perimeter and on the edge. And, that showed up last night because they started running the football and we just couldn't stop them. So hats off to them. They're a little bit better than we are at this point. But you know, I thought our kids played hard uh, last night. It wasn't an effort problem. It was just uh, at times we were a little outmatched. Well, and you know, at at times you you can deal with that. But as the game goes on, you, you know, and, and they just keep coming, um, you know, somebody was trying to tell me it's like a, a hurricane lashing the shore. You know, it just – the wave just keeps coming and coming. And you do get uh, tired and weary from that. So, you know, that's I, – I don't know. What do you think as, as, as a coach with that analogy? Uh, yeah, they just lean on you. They keep leaning on you, leaning on you. At times it's hard to keep – keep fighting. You know, we got kids on the edge, uh, Aaron Carter and B.J. Benthol that are really good football players and great kids that uh, play really hard. One's a sophomore, one's a junior. Uh, and at times, they're just outmatched. They were playing hard and trying to use technique. And, you know, uh, in football is a game about Jimmys and Joes. And, you know, we've got some, some good Jimmys and Joes in there, too. But uh, last night, their Jimmys and Joes were just a little bit better than we were. But, you know, we'll get better. Uh, you know, depth is an issue. I've said that. And, We've got to have some guys step up. Uh, last night we had a couple of kids get hurt, and you know we're sending in kids that I just you know we're sending in kids at times that aren't really ready, and uh, that's going to have to improve. And I hope as the year goes on it will, and I think it will if they get more reps. But you know I thought we did some good things offensively. I felt good about our game plan going in, and uh, you know that came to fruition. And I thought some of our stuff that we had uh, really worked well. I thought Aaron Carter ran the ball really well. I thought at times off the line blocked them really well, and uh, Landon Miller at times played well. But there are also times where we I had misalignments and uh, threw the ball where we weren't supposed to. And, you know, defensively, I thought we had some good you know, spurts where we made some stops and made some good plays and made them get off the field. But, you know, we gave up too many big plays last night. And then, you know, in the second half, as as I said, when they're able to run the ball and get, you know, seven, eight yards to carry, you know, that's just demoralizing. And, uh, you know, I had uh, we onside kicked, I think, when, uh, over nine minutes left last night, which I would never do. And I don't know if I've ever done that, but uh, I just at that point I felt like we weren't stopping them at all. We had to try to do something. Yeah, you know, it was it was kind of at that point in the game that if you were going to get a score back to get you know within striking distance, you needed something to happen, you know. And and they didn't yeah. turn the ball they didn't turn the ball over, and and you had a turnover that really kind of was uh, costly there in the final quarter. Yeah, it was. I mean, we had a play where Landon made a, a scramble that was really, you know, it was a highlight reel type scramble where he avoided the, 
the rush from the back side and spun out one way and up coming back across the field through the ball. And, and uh, I think it was Jamari that called. I can't remember him or Jaden Jones caught the ball for first down. And then the very next play, we, we had the receiver there. We just done threw it for an interception, and that was sort of down on the coffin. But, uh, you know, Riverdale's got a good football team. I told our kids that going in that they were going to, you know, it was a good test for us. It was a non-region ball game. And, um, you know, I thought our kids played really hard and physical. It was just uh, we've got some areas where we've got to sort of solidify it. And, you know, with defensive front, you know, we were a little thin. And, you know, Jade Marable got dinged up last night. That put us in a bind. And, you know, Zion Rucker is almost unfair to Zion Rucker. Zion's grandmother passed away, and he was actually out of town, out of state, and didn't get back till yesterday. And we got in a position where we had to throw him in there with no practice all week, which I normally would never do. But our death is such that it sort of uh, it was a necessity. And, you know, it wasn't fair to that kid uh, to do that. Uh, but we were just sort of in a bind. But, you know, we'll get better. Matt Williams joining us here on the uh, Prentice Salsa Peating and Air Coach's Corner talking Smyrna football. So Riverdale scores last night. You get the ball, and um, I thought it was, you know, about as well executed, uh, about a 90-yard drive there uh, to to even things up. And, you know, th- those first drives of the game on the road against a good opponent like that are, are key to really how the rest of the game goes, and that really set you up well, I thought. It did. I mean, I, you know, I thought our kids, you know, we came out and played composed. Uh, you know, even after that first drive, we let them score. You know, we settled down and got some stops. And, you know, it was a, it was a good ball game there for a while. And uh, so I was proud of our kids. And offensively, we executed already. I just as the, as the game went on, we sort of, uh, you know, had a few things here and there that, that hurt us. But, um, you know, as I said, we're a really good football team. And, you know, our kids will learn from it. You know, kids, you know, we've got some kids. We've got some kids that got to, you know, we're not – this is not the mentally toughest team I've had. When I say that, I don't talk about all our kids. I mean, I've got kids like Jeremiah Bailey last night in the fourth quarter, you know, got up and sort of acted like he was uh, dinged a little bit. But, you know, I tried to send somebody in for him, and Jeremiah's looking at me and saying no. And, you know, uh, and I, I like that. You know, and he ended up finishing the game. I got, You know, he's playing on, I don't know how many snaps he had last night, but it was a bunch on offense and defense. And I've just got to have more kids like him that uh, are just dogs that are willing to fight the whole time and do what they have to do. And we've got a lot of kids like that. I'm not mentioning, but I uh, just got to have a few more step up. Well, coach, um, I know that we have sympathy for those who aren't, aren't playing right now and, and know that anytime you get to step out on the field, it's, it's, um, you know, you're just thankful to be able to do that. When, when you schedule games like um, Riverdale and with the, the gauntlet that you've had, I'll say non-region, and then we'll talk a little bit about what may be region down the road. But um, you you schedule pretty tough. Um, is, yeah. is the reason for that to get you ready for the region? Yeah, I mean we always want to try to schedule you know as tough as we can uh, within reason to to prepare us for our region schedule. Because I mean the, the honest truth is that you know we've been in this region I don't know what four or five years, whatever it is, and you know we've had a one region loss every year to Cane Ridge, and Cane Ridge is obviously one of the top programs in the state, so we feel like we need to play the top programs in the state to get ourselves ready for that. You know, originally we had East Nashville, uh, obviously a very good football program. Uh, we had Riverdale, you know, later down the road, we got uh, Ravenwood. Uh, so we didn't shy away from playing really, really good teams that are, you know, top teams in the state. So um, that's something we do on purpose to get us ready for our region schedule. And they've changed the playoff format and allowed us to do that because, you know, in the past when it was the Z plan or whatever they called it, you know, you still wanted to do that, but it affected you. Um, so, 
now we're, we're able with the new playoff format to be a little more aggressive in our scheduling to help us in, in the long run. Yeah, that, that Z plan, you, you, those non-league games counted just about as much as the, the region games. So they were important or, or yeah. I guess, really just as important. So They were, yeah. This uh, helps out with that. So um, next week, kind of clue us in on, on what's going to happen. I, I saw some information out there about Green Hill. I know that uh, Metro is still not playing at this point. Um, and, and so what, what do you have slated for next week? We got Green Hills and uh, Juliet. Um, uh, the information I have is that Metro will be able to play starting September 25th. So we'll play Green Hills next week, and everything works out as it's supposed to. We'll have our Antioch at home on uh, September 25th, and then we're going to honor our region schedule. And I think there was ways that we didn't have to do that, but you know, I just you know, being honest as I always am, I'm not going to uh, hurt. You know, it's not fair to the coaches and kids in Metro. They didn't have anything to do with this, and, and I really felt have felt sorry for those kids and those coaches because they were just absolutely left in limbo. Um, so we're going, you know, jump right back in our region, and we look forward to competing with those guys. So, as and that's that's kind of the information that I had. They were able to start practice yesterday, and there has to be a, a ten day period of of contact and practice. So that would get that ready for the twenty fifth. Um, I would think that you're happy that that that's happening, not only for those kids, but that. You know, you can go back to what was originally scheduled and, and not have to week to week. Who are we going to play? Uh, kind of thing. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's made it a lot easier. And the problem, part of the problem was we didn't have a September 25th game yet. Um, I was in talks with Arlington and West Tennessee, but we were going to possibly have to drive there. So, uh, a lot better scenario having a region team coming to our place than having to drive out to West Tennessee. So, um, yeah, it makes it a lot easier because this has been hard on everybody. And you know, Metro kids and coaches have had it rough. Uh, it's also been a big challenge for those people who had to play Metro schools. And, um, you know, a lot of coaches aren't very happy with the people who made those decisions. And I understand why they made those decisions, but uh, still doesn't make a lot of sense how teams uh, such as us and Laverne, who are just a few miles away from the Davis County line, can play, but those kids in Davis County couldn't. So I'm glad they made that decision. Hopefully those kids get to play on the 25th and everything will be back to normal. So uh, Green Hill is the, the brand-new uh, school in Wilson County over in uh, in Mount Juliet. Now, Coach, did they have – are they playing a JV schedule this year, or is that what their plan was, and, and now they just had – because they, they played, uh, what, Laverne, I think, and they had a lot of open dates. Yeah, I don't – not to my knowledge. No, they're playing a normal schedule as best they can. I'm not sure they've got 10 games or not, but they, I think they played good pasture last night. I didn't see that result yet, but – um, I think they're playing a normal schedule and picking up, you know, whoever they can. But, um, you know, Josh Crouch is the head coach. He's a former Smyrna Bulldog and a kid I coached a long time ago and had in class. And, uh, you know, it makes me feel old now that I say that. But, um, you know, he's a, a really good young coach. And, uh, you know, I actually got some familiarity with the offense coordinator who's been an offensive line coach for the last number of years. So, uh, looking forward to going over playing those guys. Got a lot of guys that uh, we know on that staff. And, that's going to be a neat experience. I think it's a really neat school, and um, it's going to be a fun time. And uh, that one is is on the road at uh, Green Hill, which is in uh, nearby Wilson County. Um, in our last couple of minutes here, can you help educate us a little bit on what happens with you know in in region when you have a region opponent scheduled and you weren't able to play because 
of you, you know that the that opponent was not able to play. It, it goes down as as a win. You, your record was two and one last night, but you'd only played two games. So, kind of explain yeah. that to our listeners. I, I, some people are having a hard time understanding all that and how that works. Well, basically, if you you know if, if you're not able to play a region ball game because of what you know, basically what Metro or I guess Metro or one of those governments have said, you get a region win, but they do not get a region loss. So, a team like Cane Ridge or Antioch, they're all zero and zero in the region right now. Whereas we've got a win, I guess, against Overton and uh, Sammy McGavick. You know, they're, they're not going to play us next week, so we'll get a region win against McGavick. They won't get anything. So, um, you know, and the way I understood it, TWS Delay stated that if we had replacement games. Uh, that they would, you know, we didn't have to replace those with the region games. So, you know, we could, in theory, not play those Metro teams and just take region wins, but I'm not going to do that. I mean, I think that's sort of the uh, salt way out of that. And, uh, you know, we're, we're here to compete and for the kids to play and compete for championships in the district, and that's what we're going to do. But that's the best explanation I can give. Basically, if you don't aren't able to play that game, uh, we would receive a win. They don't receive anything. It's basically no contest for them. It's going to make uh, trying to figure out those uh, region standings at the end of the regular season kind of interesting, I would think. It will. I mean, it's going to be a detriment to some of those schools because they won't be able to amass the number of wins they could have originally. Um, but, yes, it will be interesting because you have teams that, you know, may only get three or four region games in, uh, whereas, you know, the rest of us end up having a full, you know, region record. So we'll see how it goes. Coach, I appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. And, um, Boy, you've got kids that are now head coaches at schools. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got kids on staff or kids. I got men on staff that I coached a long time ago too that are you know grown men that are forty years old. So it's uh, yeah, it's gone by fast, but it's been fun and you meet a lot of neat people and, and good people in this business, and I've been lucky to do that. Man, you're one of them too. I appreciate it, Matt, and uh, we'll talk with you next Saturday morning. All right, Brian, appreciate it. Yes, sir, thank you. That's Matt Williams joining us here on the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coaches Corner. We roll along in just a moment as we continue here on News Radio WGNS. 